And... Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to System Shock 2 2. Welcome back, soldier. That's my Diego voice. That was really spot on. It was <laughs> completely uh, unremarkable, just like his voice. <laughs> not, not. But you know it's him because he's, he calls you soldier. Though. Yeah. It's his little pet name for you. <laughs> it's really cute. Um, I think I think Diego is the protagonist of this story. Wow. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like the protagonist is the protagonist. The player of the game is the protagonist of the story. Personally. Oh, you mean the, the protagonist is the one who's protagonizing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, obviously, yes, the main character is the protagonist, but other than him, I think it's Diego. <laughs> the problem is, is they introduce him incredibly late. Do they really? When does he come in? Like he's Like, he's mentioned earlier. But, like, you don't, like, his voice, like, he doesn't start talking to you until, like, you're on the Rickenbacker. Oh, really? I didn't even, see, I was I'm so unaware sure. of the characters while I was playing that I did not even notice that. I, mean, yeah. I didn't have a concept of who Diego was at that time, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um. But we're talking about System Shock too. Oh yeah, I guess we should say that. Yeah. And we're talking, uh, we're we're talking, we're talking the the story, the characters. We're gonna talk the story of the game <laughs> and the story of the game, if you know what I mean. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, did you want to talk about the making of stuff first? No, no, no. We should just talk talk <laughs> okay. about the characters. Okay. You you got it mixed up. I, I was saying the story and then the story. But you heard story and then story. I was reading your intonation incorrectly. Uh, as as people often do. Well, um, and, and as you would be forgiven for doing on many of the voice actors of this game. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just voiced by <laughs> someone that was in the office of the Gameography <laughs> Studios. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. Basically, System Shock 1 finishes. Uh, the Grove featuring... Spoilers. Um, showed, spoilers. The Grove <laughs> featuring Spoilers, um, which is the name of Shodan's creation, mm -hmm. is launched into space, um, and unbeknownst to the protagonist of the first game, Shodan's on that little ship. Mm -hmm. um, so that's 2072. 28 years later, in 2100, uh, the Trioptimum uh, just completely fails as a company. The stocks are going down, and uh, a Russian oligarch and a, like a, a guy who's involved in tons of organized crimes, he kills people without even you know, coming face-to-face -face with them. He's constantly doing illegal stuff. He mm -hmm. buys 51% of... Uh, That's Putin. It's Putin? It's Anatoly Putin. <laughs> it's Anatoly Putin Musk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Truly like, the, uh, like our worst nightmare. 
<laughs> Literally, yeah. Just, uh, essentially, Elon Musk, if Elon Musk were more capable and less stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so he buys the company, and he stops doing all his crime and stuff. <laughs> and uh, although people say that he maybe is kind of killing people behind the scenes, doing some sketchy stuff, nothing's proven. So another uh, 14 years later, the year 2114, um, the uh, Von Braun leaves on its maiden voyage. And the Von Braun is the ship that you know, you're know you on in this game, uh, in System Shock 2. Mm-hmm. It's accompanied by a second ship called the Rickenbacker, which is the ship of the United, uh, the Unified... <laughs> The UNN. Unified <laughs> National Nominate, which yeah, is the sequel to the United Nations. Yes, the UN2. Yeah. Should have been called that. Um, <laughs> so because they, the, the UNN doesn't want another Citadel thing, you know, we're, in, we're living in the post-Shodan era and we got to keep things chill. So like well, also, they send a little government ship with them to yeah, keep an eye on Yeah, it's a military ship to keep an eye on, like, trap them, but also... <laughs> their stated mission is to fight aliens in case they encounter them. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they did a good like, job of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Kar- Karenkin, Anatoly Karenkin, he makes himself the captain of the Von Braun, and he's not, you know, particularly qualified for that. Um, other two important characters, those are the two captains. Oh, shit. I'm not making any sense. The, the, um, no, I, no, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. I didn't. I didn't say the other captain. Um, so, oh, oh. Anatoly, Anatoly mm-hmm. Karenkin is the is the uh, the captain of the Von Braun, and the Rickenbacker's captain is Diego William. Sorry, William Diego. <laughs> uh-huh. um, William Diego, significantly, okay. is the son of what's his name of his dad, Edward Diego. The captain of the citadel and the, the i think the human essentially yeah. most responsible for uh shodan's destruction in the first game right but he gets paid no he's responsible for her like the um the ethical restraints getting removed he gets like oh, paid okay or something and then he like gets the hacker the main character the main player the player <laughs> to mm-hmm. like release Jordan's restraints and then all of the bad stuff happens. Yeah. And he becomes her like right hand man. Like he becomes mm. like a cyborg guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess yeah. he had a kid before that all happened. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't even think about, about that. Yeah. It's Shodan the mom. Um, but he, Edward Diego is hell bent on, uh, redeeming his name and un, and doing the opposite of everything his dad did. So he's very moral. He will not be corrupted. He will not be led astray. You know what's interesting yeah. about this, though? Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but when you do, like, eventually, like, get into contact with, with, with Diego, he really doesn't... Like, you think he would be like, oh, damn, like, Shodan's back. Like, he doesn't really, like, talk about it. That's so funny. Like, oh, man, yeah. like, the person who, like, like killed my dad essentially like you know like met like fucked over my dad like he oh really doesn't God, seem yeah. to react to it at all he doesn't even acknowledge it i think <laughs> he really i can't doesn't. think of a moment he even brings that up but no it's like literally his main concern is uh like the many like he doesn't really care that showdown's back yeah <laughs> and he's 
he's so he's so affected by his father's actions that he points his whole life uh-huh. in the direction of like, like following in his father's footsteps like but government better. service yeah yeah but yet it's not a big enough deal for him to even bring <laughs> like, up the fact that showed it maybe yeah. he didn't realize yet that it was showdown maybe but i feel like i, that, I, I feel like most people knew that showdown like because like delacroix who will we'll also introduce in a moment yeah uh like like they'll know that showdown is back but i don't know is she with diego i don't know i don't think good, so yeah no because she's oh man yeah the the plot of this game is remarkably complicated honestly there's <laughs> it's just not told super effectively in some yeah, ways yeah i'm realizing like <laughs> yeah no i think i i agree with that for sure i think that's definitely like a failing i think there's like a lot yeah. of interesting stuff but a lot of it just doesn't come across yeah and it's like after reading all this i'm so into this story and everything that's cool about it is things that weren't th- that weren't shown in the game like yeah like there's there's cool like thematic stuff that happens yeah yeah but i mean I, the, the story as portrayed in the game is cool but the the backstory uh-huh. to it all gives it so much more context yeah for sure it makes it so much more meaningful um okay so so then delacroix so yeah those are the two captains of the two ships they're kind of at odds with each other they don't like each other that's uh-huh. the first i think the first chronological well, <laughs> logs that you get are the two of them saying okay asshole we don't like each other <laughs> like yeah also like it doesn't seem like anyone likes anatoly yeah that's so, true because david Croy hates him yeah um i think janice does too janice polito but so, yeah the the two of them are the captains and then there are two scientists um who are both very famous before going on the ship um janice polito and marie de la croix uh also i want to note that um <laughs> the the beverage the seltzer water is intentionally or correctly pronounced it is LaCroix because the, the soda originated from Michigan. It's not French. Her name should be De La Croix, but even though she's French, she apparently doesn't and, know that. Okay. Is De La Croix, is that an actual like name that people might have? Uh, you know, actually, I've never seen that because I would have definitely noted a, someone <laughs> with LaCroix for a name. Um, <laughs> You would have, like, would married mean, that person, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it means of the cross. Um, oh, okay. So That's I, interesting. Oh, yeah, it's a real name. Ferdinand Victor Eugene de la Croix okay. um, was someone that Google decided to show so me. So the drink is the cross? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're drinking the cross. Give me a, give me a can of that cross. I'm surprised Andy's not drinking that more. <laughs> I know, yeah. It should be. I'm sure they don't have it at communion, honestly. <laughs> And now the blood of Christ. It's just the sound of like fizzing water. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Pomplamoose LaCroix, Mm -hmm. uh, that's her real first name is Pomplamoose. Um, She is uh, one of the most famous scientists on earth in the pre-Shodan era uh, because she, her research made obsolete basically everything uh, Einstein ever did. I almost just said Seinfeld instead of Einstein. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think that's um, post Shodan era, though. Is right? that not what I said? You said the pre. Oh, sorry, I meant post Shodan. Yeah, yeah, post Shodan <laughs> Shodan. Um, and she, uh, she is the one that invents the most important technology in the ship, which is uh, faster than light travel, mm-hmm. which is done by altering the reality around the engine or something. 
doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, they don't really like try to make it make sense. I would say, <laughs> but whatever, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not. I I don't I I don't need the science to make sense in sci-fi. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that need yeah. in some people. <laughs> um, so she is kind of like convinced to join the Von Braun and to use her technology in the Von Braun by Anatoly. And she's resistant at first because she doesn't think the technology is ready. Uh, similarly, right. Janice Polito, uh, a very famous scientist and researcher and writer on AI and like AI ethics in the post-Shodan era, she's brought on because she um, creates Xerxes, which is the AI running the ship and is essentially supposed to be the newer and better Shodan. Mm-hmm. If I can try and read something about Xerxes. Xerxes allocates the billions of onboard subtasks, delegating them to hundreds of thousands of individual systems. Which, like, okay, I'm sure there's a lot going on on that ship. I didn't really notice that there was (laughs) hundreds of thousands of things that needed to be controlled. Well, for one, he's letting everyone know that there's going to be a poetry reading happening later. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He sings Elvis at one point, right? Does he? I guess no. You you don't actually hear it. Um, that does happen though in the in the story. <laughs> um, so Anatoly brings together uh, the board of the von or of the what's the I keep on forgetting the name of this company. Trioptimum. Trioptimum. Yeah. Yeah. Trioptimum and the UNN. Mm-hmm. They all come together to talk about launching the ship, and uh, basically Polito says it's not safe. The AI is not going to work. And then someone lets out that she secretly invented a new AI and they disregard everything she says. <laughs> um, Wait, is what's it... What's her face? Yeah? Like a, another one besides Xerxes? No, Xerxes. Oh, they, okay, they did, okay. No one knew that she had made Xerxes. Oh, okay, okay. Because for some reason that's bad that she did that? I don't know. Um, and De La Croix also doesn't want the, the ship to take off. And they basically just... Anatoly convinces her and brings her along to monitor things, you know, in the hope that that'll make it run smoother. It's unclear to me. I would say the biggest thing that's unclear to me is like, why are they even like, what are they? I guess they're just going to like, see what's out there. Yeah. I think that, um, basically Anatoly's idea is that he's going to, with Trioptimum, they're going to like get a stake on everything and they're going to have right. like land claims and find resources or aliens or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually know that they have a destination though. Do they? Yeah. That's what makes it like insane that they just happen to, <laughs> to, to land where they do essentially. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're just heading in a direction, like <laughs> just seeing what happens, but then they get, so, yeah. they, they get the transmission from, the planet. Mm-hmm. What's the planet called? Tau Ceti Five. Tau Ceti Five, uh-huh. and and Anatoly thinks that there's aliens there, and he's like, "Oh, this is going to be even better for our company. We're going to be the first people to find aliens too." Mm-hmm. Um, so, what what is what is the what does this all boil down to? It's mm-hmm. for capitalist greed. <laughs> that's right. why they leave, and that's why they leave with a AI that's not prepared yet with technology that's not prepared yet like yes it like it is all there but i would i do think it is kind of like weak that there isn't like 
Like, I wish they had, like, a more specific thing that they were, like, looking for yeah. or that yeah. they, like, had a stated goal. Because it's just kind a of, like... a lot more sense. It's just, like, kind of implied that, yeah, like, yeah, like, they're up there. They want to, like, control stuff. But, like... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it. <laughs> and if you think about the something bigger than the UN and then like the biggest company, uh-huh. they're sending brand new technology to farther into the universe than we've ever gone. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't just do that. Like, you know, maybe we'll find something cool, you know, right. that like you'd, you'd have a goal. You'd have yeah. like a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll make a stop for aliens. If we find anything cool, you know, like, uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah. So this all is the precedent to them getting mm-hmm. in the ship and taking off to the other side of the universe. Well, they're already in, so they're they're in the ship when they get the transmission from Tau Ceti. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why they go there, and that's like mm-hmm. kind of the that's like the real like start of everything that goes down. Yeah, because uh, both Diego and Anatoly, the two captains, they rush down to the surface of the planet without even testing their hazmat suits (laughs) Uh because they're so eager to one-up each other. And then they find the creation of the (laughs) metallic mother. The machine mother has enlisted two avatars against us. They struggle, but they will serve against our unity. Does not the machine mother know her own creation is greater than she? She is cold and empty, and we are warm and full. She seeks only to destroy. We seek to embrace, to include. All flesh will join ours, or be wiped clean. And so you uh, wake up as the player like a month or something? Some some amount of weeks or like some amount of time has passed since mm-hmm. since this has happened and you have you were like knocked out somehow mysteriously I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you don't know why or yeah the, the you don't, char- don't I mean and, you obviously don't know why but the character yeah, the character also has why. amnesia and doesn't remember what happened mm-hmm. which is hmm. like hmm. there interesting <laughs> I mean yeah but it's, it's also there like conceit of why like you could be like going around finding all of these yeah all all these things and like not really know who any of these people are despite the fact that you're supposed to have been on this ship for like months or whatever yeah what was what was why were you on the ship to begin with were you just like infantry because yeah you're yeah you're a soldier yeah so you're just there for backup so you're technically like part of the rickenbacker but you do yeah. start on the Von Braun. Yeah, because the... um, uh, you're later. You're moved. There's it's uh, discussed in the logs right. that you're right. moved. Right. Um, Which yeah, we will we will be also spoiling. <laughs> oh, this yeah. game. If you haven't figured that out. And yet. and the and there, I would say this is also like a game that can be spoiled. You know what I mean? Like. They can? Yeah. Oh, like, that's funny. I So our friend Matt is uh-huh. about to play this game, and I, uh-huh. I was thinking about saying to Matt, like, 
don't look up anything about it because the uh-huh. the twists would be. S- I knew the yeah. the the middle game twist before, uh-huh. and I think it would have been so much cooler to not know. Oh yeah, it's I didn't I didn't know. I mean I I knew like Shodan had to show up at some point. Yeah, obviously, like uh, she's on the cover. Certain yeah, certain people in uh, in YouTube videos about this game have talked about that fact. Like they she's in all the advertising, <laughs> and then the biggest twist of the game is that yeah she's there. And it's like, well, I would say the the twist is not just that she's there because I think that is obvious, but the twist is that like talking to her the whole time. (laughs) Well, there's that, but also then that like your relationship to her is different than you would expect. Yeah, like the twist, uh, and uh, this is something Ken Levine talks about too. Is like his the thing that he like saw as the challenge was like. We can't just like recreate System Shock One and like have you having to take down Shodan again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like we have to figure out a way to like use her in a new way, and that new way is like yeah. you basically like teaming up with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I just had a realization. Um, yeah. Someone in a YouTube video, I think it was the one of the videos I watched was by Mandalore Gaming or Mandalore or whatever. Okay. Um, really good video, 30 minutes long or an hour long or something, one of those. Um, but lots of information. Um, and one of the things they pointed out was that um, Gladys in Portal is yeah. obviously inspired by Shodan. Obviously, yes. And yeah. what you just made me realize is that the exact same thing happens in Portal yes. 2, where you meet a, a male yeah. AI that then becomes the villain and you team up with the previous AI. Uh-huh. To fight yeah. it. It's the exact same thing. And then <laughs> Gladys becomes powerful again. Uh-huh. And betrays you. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yep. I think the nice thing about Portal 1 is like it it almost it encapsulates both. Where like the beginning of that game, you're not necessarily like teaming up with Gladys, but like Gladys isn't like explicitly mm. like an enemy. It's like, oh, I'm teaching you how to play. Like I'm teaching you how to do you're this right. stuff. Until, yeah, because until a certain point when... <laughs> When it's not that. <laughs> when you realize that the Polito was Shodan the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're right. It actually is. the They took that from the second one and put it in the first yeah. one. So that's interesting. And if I have my, my, my criticism of this is not that the twist happens. I think the twist, I think like the twist is good. And the way and the, and the execution way it of it is, is unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's amazing. My the problem I have is it. I think it takes too long to get there. Like, yeah, I would agree. I think it's. I think it's like people kind of agree that like the beginning of this game is like the worst, like some of the worst part. Like, yeah. it was just kind of like the levels are the least like significant, and yeah. like it just kind of drags on a bit. Like. Like, yeah, everything honestly, kind of looks the same. Yeah. And there's not, there, it's not that dynamic. It's like, it very slowly introduces to you all the very core enemies and mechanics and stuff right. without really changing anything or giving you huge story details until mm-hmm. the the showdown. But reveal. still managing to be, like, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and like <laughs> yeah. frustrating in parts. Arguably the hardest part. I mean, yeah. I, I, th- I would almost argue that this game is a flat line of just 10 out of 10 <laughs> difficulty. That's an exaggeration, but it's like... There are parts where it, like, where it like dips, I think. Yeah. There's, like, calm moments, but, but it's, yeah. like, 
the beginning's really hard, and then the middle's pretty hard, and then the end's really hard. Yes, yes, yeah, I agree. With but that. <laughs> but if they if they literally just cut out like one of those for either engineering or med sci, if they cut out one of those two floors, I think the mm-hmm. whole game would be better. Yeah, I think if they just cut out engineering, like yes, hundred yeah. percent, because I want that one's really long and just like yeah, and it's the hardest part basically. Yeah, it's it's hard, and like I feel like they. I feel like there's parts of this game where they, like, expect you to, like, treat it almost like a stealth game. And it's like, this just isn't a stealth game. Like, you don't really have the ability to, like, be sneaky. Like, there's no... (laughs) I don't know. I think think that's pretty... I I was sneaky quite a bit. I mean, you know, like not, you can you can do it, but like it's not the most robust sneaking system. Or there's anything, no but like, indication of like, are they going to be able to see me or not? Like, there's no way to tell like that. And there's like, like if you're doing like the sigh or whatever, like you can do. I guess there's like the invisibility power and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's like some things, but like not really. But I'm thinking specifically of like the big robot guys. Hmm. Like yeah. that are like Xerxes, standing. <laughs> Devin, I don't. That's such a good impression that you just did with your body of the movement. <laughs> like you're barely doing anything, but I could I could hear the like hydraulics <laughs> of the thing in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those guys are like really big and very scary at the beginning. They're, I mean, oh yeah, they're they're scary kind of throughout. But like, yeah. I feel like those are made, especially at the beginning. To be like, oh, like you're supposed to like kind of like wait for them to walk by, mm-hmm. but I just found it so hard to actually like do that correctly. Like yeah. it'd be like, okay, they're gone, and then I turn and pass, and they'd still like somehow know I went and like turn around, yeah, and, like just start shooting you. So like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not it's pretty hard to like make a lot of progress sneaking, and there's no guarantee that sneaking will work, which is yeah. probably why it's not a very effective like method. But I just, I often would, you know, I'd see an enemy ahead of the, ahead, the hallway, ahead of the hallway, and, and like, I'd see it, and then I'd duck back, and I'd watch it pass, and then I'd go up and sneak behind it and hit it, and it felt very, uh, you know, responsive for the Mm -hmm. most part. Um, But I didn't ever rely on it for more than, like, one enemy or something, so if you do that, it will. Yeah, like, I agree, like, I think you can sneak up on enemies sometimes and, like, get them Mm -hmm. from behind, but then it's, like... And even just avoid them if they're, like, small and just moving around. Yeah, definitely some of them you can avoid unless you, like, happen to have to go in that direction. Mm -hmm. But, like, what... (laughs) I don't know how you ended up, like, handling those guys, but what I ended up doing and, like, realizing you could do is... Like your base, the basic thing you start in this game is a wrench. It's yeah. a big old wrench, a big old, a wrench. huge wrench. <laughs> and like, so at the beginning, you're just like hitting guys, and what you're really supposed to do is just like keep hitting, like because until ammo, the end of the game, yeah, until because your ammo is so limited. Like, you're really not supposed to like use your guns on like the little like zombie yeah. guys and stuff because you're just gonna run out of ammo super fast and not and yeah and you, and they just keep coming so and robots explode so you often can't really get them with the melee at least not all the way well this is so this is what i did is i i've like i tried to fight them like conventionally sometime and then i eventually i just like i had no ammo i had nothing to, i just ran up to it and just hit, kept hanging with my wrench 
And because like hitting it with my wrench would like stun it a little bit, it would like, <laughs> yeah. And so like it couldn't attack me. So I just kept hitting it. And then, yeah. yeah, it would explode and I'd take a little damage. But all of those big robot guys drop a like healing item in them. Oh, when you have that, uh, that uh, OS boost thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I would just like heal up whatever damage I took. Yeah. It worked until towards the end of the game when there's like more powerful of those yeah, they shoot of those, those guys. laser explosives. Yeah, like. yeah, that just kill you like in an, in a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I would usually use armor piercing um, bullets for those yeah. guys, and mm-hmm. then I'd wrench everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I would I would do a similar thing where I would like, especially with the cyborg midwives and the spiders, mm-hmm. I would just hit them and I'd spin around them so it's like they can never quite get an angle yeah. on you. That's how I killed a lot of the uh, tank guys at the end too, the grumblers or whatever. Oh, really? I yeah. I couldn't really like get that to work with those because I felt like those guys were so fast. Yeah. Yeah, they'd, it would be, I'd look behind me and it would just be like, face. it'd be like an inch from my face trailing behind me. Yeah, those guys <laughs> are like... Run insane because like they yeah they run at the same at like exactly the same speed exactly the same speed yeah (laughs) but they can't hit you so it's like if you turn around you're essentially touching but yeah (laughs) and so i would just like slash it with my uh crystal thing right yeah Mm -hmm. and then kind of spin around but another thing is that a lot of the melee enemies have a a hitbox is a hitbox Mm -hmm. like how you get hit or how you hit someone yeah, that's like where you can like hit something. Oh, okay. That's well, like then the, the opposite, where they would, if I'm behind them and the guy and one of the hybrids through like hits with the wrench, it'll still hit me. Like they could hit me from behind. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so like the rumblers too, it's like you have to be at it from the exact right angle because if you're ahead, if you're in front of it or behind it, it'll still hit you with its melee attack. Yeah, that, that's really probably what annoying. happened to me too because I just I couldn't. I, like, couldn't get Melee to work with those guys, really. Like, I would just die. <laughs> it was, yeah, that was definitely, it was not very effective. Yeah. Those were the least <laughs> effective, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're, so you, so you make it through those first few levels, then you get to, so you've been, you've been being led along by, it's Polito, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, so Polito is talking to you the whole time, telling her to meet her, or telling you to meet her on the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. She's giving you advice. Um, She's like, yeah, telling you how to get through, like how to, you have to like activate the elevator to get between yeah. the levels, and there's like a thing blocking you. There's you always, to, it's yeah. every every time you think you're at the <laughs> elevator or yeah. right right about to get yeah. to her, there's some Very obstacle. Annoying. Yeah. Um, and that, that would also, it'd be so much less frustrating if there was one less floor. <laughs> or, like, honestly, if it was just one floor before you get, because it's like, nothing yeah. really happens between, like, the, like, there's no, like, really, like, progress in the story between those three floors. It's like. Yeah. It's like, you're Definitely. you're getting, you're, you're getting, like, some little, like, stories, like the monkey experiments mm-hmm. and, and the cyborg midwives and stuff but beyond that like yeah nothing really uh but so you get to the fourth floor and you go into this like little like room mm-hmm. go down a hallway uh-huh <laughs> and you find Polito's desk mm-hmm. with Polito there <laughs> yeah and a, and blood um 
on the floor or on the desk, maybe holding a gun in her hand. Yeah, it is. It is honestly very shocking. Like, yeah, and God, it's just the the execution is so perfect. Where you walk down this hallway and you come across her, and it's like, oh, this is Polito, but nothing happens. It's dead silent. You can't it's do anything. It's very dark. Yeah, and so you're just looking, and it's like it gives you a moment to kind of process what's happening. You're like, oh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fucking world yeah then like everything un- starts un- like unravels flashing. around you <laughs> yeah you like it's like basically you have like a hallucination yeah the walls I don't actually, peel back yeah you're surrounded by screens with shodan's terrifying face yeah like it literally because i like she shodan like isn't li- my interpretation is and she isn't literally like on the screen, like on the wall. I feel like yeah, she's yeah. like somehow like in your like cybernetics or something and you're just seeing it. Actually, um, in one of the videos that I watched uh, like about this, uh, there was game footage obviously and mm-hmm. they were using, I think it was Mandalore Gaming. He was using um, like a, a set of mods that just slightly enhance the game and make it more modern and mm-hmm. like more high res and stuff. And in his screen, I actually saw the little, where it gives you little pieces of information like game saved or, you know, like item picked up. It said like accessing cybernetic modules, like accessing vision, oh, like uh, optic, optical core. And so you, it, it tells you that you're being hacked into essentially. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So you are right as far as I can tell. I don't know. That might've literally just been some modder that put that in there. Right. But I have to assume that's based in something that yeah. we probably just don't. That's really cool. One of the, whatever <laughs> yeah. the source is that all the information from the, about the story comes from. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but but so Shodan talks to you, and you basically learn that you've been you've been hearing from her this whole time. Yeah. And she like, if you haven't played System Shock One, she kind of gives you the lowdown. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like okay, so I made like these weird like mutant like creations to be my like my like perfect race, and they got jettisoned into space. They landed on this planet, I guess somehow, (laughs) and like continued to grow, and now they've like completely overrun the von Braun, and so like you need to work with her to like eradicate the yeah. the many so you're reluctantly working with Shodan and <laughs> well this is i i feel like it is kind of a weakness of the game that like you literally have no like characterization of your character like <laughs> like he has one line react. in the game <laughs> yes and it it's a real good it's line a, it's a good line <laughs> but <laughs> but like i mean it makes that moment all the more insane that like it's like you don't react at all to like okay i'm i'm working with shodan like presumably you like know who that like you you like know the history right like yeah I assume like everyone on Earth like knows about Shodan. <laughs> yeah, Pretty I much. mean all the everything is written about the the post Shodan uh-huh. era. So yeah. like, it's, like yeah. Shodan is like Jesus Christ essentially. The event. Like, <laughs> I think she's probably more like the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's before Christ and after Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but so like it is, like, I mean it's the same in System Shock One, but I. F- 
I don't know. I just feel like it because I think your like your goal and like your motivation was like a lot more clear in System Shock One. Like it never it didn't bother me as much, but in in this mm. one, it's like okay, like what are you like thinking as this like as you are doing this though? <laughs> like, do you think like you're going to like just like hang out with Shodan from here on out. Like, I don't know. Chilling. It's going to be cool. Just like, you once you, now. once you clear up the menu, like, are you just, okay, all good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that I agree with that because I, I feel like the system shock one hacker is very much a character mm-hmm. or not very much. That's probably an exaggeration, but like, I mean, but, you literally, it's a person in the first cutscene. Yes. Like you're introduced to him as a character. Yes. Yes. In yes. this one, I feel like you are the soldier. And so, right. cause I but did I think, not feel what you're yeah. talking about at all. And I think that that's I think why issue, that last line yeah. is so <laughs> jarring is cause it's cause it's like link saying something. It's like you're link. That's why he doesn't talk, you know? And so, yeah, but the issue is, well, I mean, like, yes, and with Link and stuff, but, it, like, the, I, the issue to me is that, like, despite it being a role-playing game, and even, I, okay, I'll say, like, with Zelda, it it gets around this a bit because even though, like, the main story is, like, you're choosing, like, there are, like, there's, like, side stuff where mm-hmm. you can, like, kind of decide how things go, but, like, you don't, like you don't have any input, so like it doesn't feel, really feel like you're like. It's not like no, I don't want to work with Shodan. Like there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no like dialogue choices. <laughs> well, I, I I would explain that by like <clears throat> just the severity of the circumstances, and it's like, what else are you gonna do? You don't <laughs> yeah, have a choice. I mean, sure, you can like it's you the can only explain. Way to I'm survival, just clearly. Yeah, like, I just think I would have like enjoyed it more if there was a bit more like characterization or there was like interesting yeah or or they didn't introduce any at all <laughs> ever <laughs> you know introduce what i mean like who? what like they didn't introduce any like other view of the character at all <laughs> as they mean, end up doing <laughs> at yeah the <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I see what you mean, yeah. And it is, I didn't even realize that, yeah, you really don't get literally any characterization for this person you're playing as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they have no will or... Like, Shodan is, like, borderline the main character. Yeah. In a, in yeah. a way. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Probably, but like, think, probably how they, like, they wanted it. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't want yeah. to, like, take away too much from from Shodan, so... yeah. And and I do actually think that it's kind of like a, an immersive sim thing to have, you know, like uh, Ultima Underworld and then like all the Bethesda games. It's like you very much are playing as a non-character. It's like, I guess Ultima, you're the avatar, um, the right. last airbender. Well, still, I don't think that's you're true for the Bethesda last games airbender. at all. I mean, the whole like one of the whole like hooks of Bethesda games is like you like make your character... And then like, well, yeah, you, yeah. you play them in a certain way. like, mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing where it's like you are the soldier. You just don't get to make right. decisions just, about how they look or like what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you don't, you don't decide what you do. You, you do, the decisions you have are just like what like skills are you going to add. Yeah. So, but yeah. I hacked into two of the sim units yesterday and for the love of God, I don't know why. I felt... 
compelled by some power. My mind and my body are changing. But they know it's me. They just can't prove it. The next sim unit that goes down, Bronson and her men will come for me. But I'll be ready. She may have guns and hatred on her side, but I am one of many. From there, I feel like it's like, you know, you're working with Shodan. It's like pretty straightforward of just, you're like trying to like take over the ship, essentially. Because she's, mm. you're fighting against the many and then also Xerxes, which I don't really understand how Xerxes got like turned evil. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, I should have explained this because I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's there's a there's several parts of the story I kind of didn't even get to, but this uh-huh. is one of them, which is that um, pretty soon after the uh, leaving in the Von Braun, Anatoly hacks into Xerxes okay. uh, to make him play. And there's an audio clip where De La Croix uh, says this uh-huh. to make him play to sing Elvis songs for three hours. Okay, and that's that's what I was referencing earlier. Okay, yes, um, yes, yes. And then later, once uh, Anatoly is taken over by the many he uses that same okay like shortcut or whatever to right. somehow and this doesn't make literally any sense at all combine the many with xerxes yeah which, yeah i because guess like barely, it, yeah it is the creation of shodan so it makes sense there's some of some like ai compatibility i guess but yeah it doesn't really i can't really think of how that would even remotely make sense yeah. but Whatever. And it doesn't really go anywhere like the xerxes stuff doesn't really go anywhere either. yeah that's i think <laughs> like that, you never like take down Xerxes. Yeah, just, in fact it's it is canonically unknown the fate of Xerxes in the game. Like <laughs> so it's uh, that's probably for me one of the weakest parts of the story is that Xerxes kind of doesn't really serve any purpose other than like the mm-hmm. announcements. It's yeah. like I guess yeah. he's kind of like and a red like, herring in the beginning cuz you think that he's the villain without before you even realize Shodan's in the game. Yeah, I guess. But, and he is like I guess controlling Theoretically, all like the robot enemies that yeah, that you but really, it, he's just a part of the many, yeah, and like it doesn't really give him any like story essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, it, but he God, does have like the cool little things he though. says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a poetry reading tonight. Um, <laughs> that one robot unit's gonna read his poems, and I'm uh-huh. I I was really hoping I'd get to see it, but it never happened. Yeah, I mean, um, I liked so, also just like hearing him talk. As if he's like, like he's part of the many, and like realizing that yeah, that's what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, that too. And him like talking about like, don't because he he says this stuff before you run into Shodan at all, of being like, don't believe the lies of the metallic mother and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like I was like, okay, like I feel like you're talking about Shodan, but like she hasn't shown up, obviously. So yeah. that was like intriguing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's he's like a cool AI character, so it's kind of a shame that he <laughs> he's didn't. A cool like, guy, he's a cool guy. I'd hang with Zerks. <laughs> you see his like weird, like like angry looking face. <laughs> like I don't know, guy. <laughs> why would you make if you were making an AI? Why would you make that the face? <laughs> Same with Shodan. It's like you're you're clearly trying to design an evil AI, making either of these faces. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, basically, you just like keep going through the ship. You eventually reach the bridge, and basically, uh, is this right, Tim? It's just like okay, like 
basically the Von Braun's fucked, like, I guess. Like, let's just go to the Rickenbacker and try and escape off of that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like she goes back and forth so many times on yeah. what her goal is that I really yeah. don't, I didn't track it ultimately, but it's like, yeah, it's, she's, maybe they're trying to save the Von Braun, but then they're going to destroy it, and so they need to get to the Rickenbacker, but then they find out the Rickenbacker's taken over by the body of the many, so they go... Mm-hmm. Back so to the then, Von Braun, and then she's like, I was never even going to destroy it. It's like, show Dan, then why'd you sell that shit? Um, well, like, she's trying to lead you to, like, the, like, heart of the many, or what, like, the main, mm-hmm. like, organ of it. Yeah. Which you eventually enter after you get through the all the Rickenbacker stuff. Even that, I feel like she was just Im- improvising. Because then you're yeah. like, she's like, okay, well, you know what? We're going to go in and fuck this guy up then if, we're, yeah. if we can't leave in the Rickerbacker. Yeah, no, she definitely <laughs> is. Yeah, it's definitely like a bit like you're supposed to be like this like like insanely like smart like that's her like whole thing is like mm-hmm. she's like in like a genius level like AI that can like think ahead of everything but she's constantly yeah being like well, I guess we'll try this then. <laughs> <laughs> they should have I, I think it would have been cooler to like play into them more or something or even uh-huh. You know, add something about her, like, degrading. Uh-huh. Like, w- this AI has been on a planet dormant for hundreds of years, and it's probably going kind of fucking crazy. Well, that is kind of the... Not that, but, like, in the in towards the beginning, the whole thing with, like, her and Xerxes, Xerxes is that, like, she wants you to, like, weaken him because, like, he... Like, she wants more, con- like, control of the ship so that she can become more powerful or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how this works. Who knows, man? <laughs> I don't understand how, like, they don't, they also don't really explain it, but, like, how she, like, survived. Like, I guess there was a computer with the grove, like, with the grove that she just, like, had herself on, but then, like. Yeah, what power did that run on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, like, 40 years in, like, space. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You but know, whatever. maybe maybe there is a little bit too much unexplainable science in this. <laughs> nah, I don't even care. We're just we're just analyzing it now, so yeah, it doesn't no, make no. sense. It, we're just we're, yeah, this is for fun. <laughs> none of this, none of this bothered me when I was yeah. playing it. No, it doesn't bother me. It's just yeah. like it is just kind of funny to think about. Uh, uh, uh. So you get to <laughs> we just both uh at the exact same moment. It was so loud. So you get in. Is there anything you wanted to say about any of those like pre other levels? I was going to um, talk about the like when you're in the many like yeah. butthole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, the game is like what comes before. I guess command. I kind of feel like it's like four levels of System Shock One and then yeah. recreation. You know? Yeah. Especially like before you get to the the Shodan reveal, yeah. it really is just like okay, this is just System Shock one. Like it really just in my head, it all bled together, and then Recreation's yeah. very notable, and then yeah. obviously the fucking body of the many man. Yeah, I feel like um, the Rickenbacker's pretty mem- memorable. Oh, you're right, you're right. It is because it's all upside down. <laughs> yeah, there's like that stuff, and, and like the weird like all just like the weird like tunnels and stuff. I feel like the game gets. Once you get to the Rickenbacker, it gets a little more, like, like the levels are not quite as like big and like 
um, mm-hmm. non-linear. Like they're yeah, you're right. It's it's a little more like focused on like okay, like you're going to go to this part of the level, and then like you're gonna go to this part of the level, and then that's it. Like you're not gonna like go around and like be looking for things as much. Yeah, the first few, the first like half the game at least, or yeah, uh, feels very like scavenger hunty and kind of open mm-hmm. and then it very it becomes very deliberate and linear mm-hmm. where you're just following uh Shodan's instructions pretty mm-hmm. much. Which I feel like works. Like you can feel yeah. like like the heightened like okay like yeah. it's getting like more like like yeah. intense like we're getting closer to the to the climax. Absolutely. You can definitely feel that rising tension. Yeah. For like I, quite yeah. a while. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe the Rickenbacker also goes on a little too long. Yeah, there was one part uh, that I kind of, there, there was a, a chunk that I just got very frustrated and confused. Like yeah. when you're kind of, um, there's a, there was one card that I couldn't find. And then when, before you switched the gravity, I was just an, kind of annoyed and it was very difficult. Yeah. The whole, this, the whole th- kind of third act of it, like what we're talking about, this zone, just, there's just, I think too many enemies and it's just yes. so fucking nonstop uh-huh. that it's like, I get that's kind of the point of it, but it just, I found myself out loud saying like, give me a fucking minute, like very uh-huh. frequently, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I do wonder also like, I bet there's a way to like spec your character to make the like, once you get into like the many, many's area, like easier. Yeah. Because yeah. like I, at that point, my highest weapon stat was energy, because I had like oh. I had like the energy rifle, which okay. could like kill like any robot enemy in like one or two hits. It was like amazing. Wow. Okay. But I, they it literally did zero damage to the many. So oh Jesus! And so then once <laughs> I, you get to the whole last part of the game, yeah, yeah. And so like the, but I you do find a weapon. It's like an exotic weapon that you have to research. You know what I'm talking about? Is it the prol- proliferator? Probably. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like specifically like it mm-hmm. says that it's like, like does like a lot of damage to the many. <laughs> and I was like, well, I wish I could use this. Yeah. But yeah, I actually, I couldn't use that because it, uh, my research skill wasn't high enough and I had just mm. used all my things See, to upgrade something yeah, else. I, <laughs> I like my research was like one below that. So I spent yeah. it, researched it, and then found out I couldn't use it. So I was like, oh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> that That's what happened to me with the crystal shard, because that's also exotic. And then I found out you yeah. needed a one in exotic. And, yeah, which I, I got that yeah. too. I use that as well. Yeah. Um, But I think that that gun shoots bugs or worms. I think so, yeah. And one of the coolest audio logs is uh, Norris, I believe, telling it's where he's uh, – says that he can hear the worm telling him how to make this weapon. <laughs> I'll just, I'll put it in right here. A worm crawled on my arm and rested on my neck. When he whispered into my ear, I felt a tingle. He told me how to make a weapon that would help us against our enemies. And here's the thing. It's made of worms. It even fires worms. But it stings like you wouldn't believe. Um, and also, a little, I forgot to mention this, about the Norris character. Um... Yeah, who is uh, this? He's like a guy with a kind of an accent, and he just becomes one of the money. He's he's only in it for like probably a one level or something. You hear mm-hmm. get like five or six logs from it, from him in a row. Yeah, and he uh, was based off a real person 
um, from St. Louis named Brian Norris. Uh, and he was the winner of the Looking Glass Studios Get Killed by Shodan contest. <laughs> and That's amazing. Wiki, the wiki has a link to an IGN article that I think was from like 1998 or something. And it's <laughs> wow. about a paragraph long just saying exactly what I just said. And I couldn't find any more information about it. That's amazing also that, yeah, that they didn't, it wasn't just like one audio log that like, they gave him no, like a whole yeah. story. That's cool. And he's a cool character too. Yeah. He, has, he says some cool shit. Like <laughs> he's one of the, one of the better ones, I think. Yeah. But so yeah, you you enter into the many, and it's like very much like like a body horror kind of oh, level. Yeah. Like, do you want to know how real the body <laughs> horror is? <laughs> Please you, tell me. Do you know this, Devin? Um, I don't think so. Is it like uh, what they what they used to actually make it? Mm-hmm. Like the textures? Yeah, they uh-huh. um. Uh, fuck, it's one of the um, develop. It might have been Ken Levine. Uh, one of the developers went in for a colonoscopy oh, and no. asked asked the doctor for the footage from oh the God. operation and used it as like half the textures in the body of the many. Wow, it's okay. Literally that makes sense. the colon. Of- then, and like they call it that in the game. Like they like call it like they talk about like you have to like open a sphincter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the sphincter. <laughs> I actually took a screen cap because I was Googling how to do that. And it's like all these articles, it's like sphincter help, like uh, help opening your sphincter, system shock too. Um, Does you get like ads for like doctors, like colonoscopy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow, no, I, I did not, I did not see that, but that makes sense. Yeah, because that, I mean, it's one of the what is, most striking I mean, <laughs> environments, and the sound is exactly yeah. what you'd hope for. <laughs> what? But, like, I wonder if, like, game developers still do this. Because, like, if you remember when we talked about Doom, like, they, like, when one of them, like, got, like, a cut on their arm or whatever, they, like, they, like took a picture of that and, like, used it for something. Yeah, Like, they yeah. did a lot of weird, like, shit like that. <laughs> It's just like what? <laughs> I don't think there's enough of this happening. I yeah. don't know why this stopped in the '90s. Like, yeah. I love that these game developers are literally putting their <laughs> physical bodies into the game. That's how. Yeah, yeah like, that's crazy. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a very intense, and I would say, like, in some ways, the most frustrating. <laughs> Like yeah. part of the game, definitely certain parts are just so frustrating. I I, I heard that the teeth part is like mm. universally hated, yeah. and I didn't get that. I, I mean, the jump, one of the jumps was really yeah. annoying. A couple of the I jumps were annoying, but yeah, it wasn't really a problem for me. Yeah, I didn't. I, I it wasn't was cool. like hard for me to like. So like you you get into this room that has these giant, like yeah. giant teeth, like yeah. moving up and down. Like house-sized teeth. Yeah, there's like one on top and one on bottom. They come together and like press together. But they're really slow, so you can like jump on top of them. I didn't realize that you... Like I didn't... I just didn't see where you were supposed to go. So I was just in there for like a long time. Like, But once I like understood, I 
did it like the first time. So yeah, I don't know why it's like that in particular is like so hated. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely was not perfect though. But no. God, I love the audio logs of uh, Le Fontaine, Le Fontaine, another French name. Mm. Um, he mm-hmm. is like documenting watching his partner get crushed by the teeth and then <laughs> he himself gets crushed by the teeth and it's mm-hmm. pretty horrible. It's great. Um yeah. yeah. It's also it's, a very confu- like they well starting from the Rickenbacker they no longer give you a map which is a very yeah. questionable decision I feel like. Like it makes Fucking sense why yeah. there isn't one of the many like story wise like why would there be a map of that but like it's also like the most like twisty and turny mm-hmm. <laughs> level in the whole game where like there's this section where you have to like, you're like swimming through water for like minutes and it's like all, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, it's like there's like- Oh, the radiated water. Yeah, there's like radiation like filled like- Like tanks, yeah. Tanks or something. Yeah, that are like the leaking. Water. Yeah, so you're just taking damage the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, I hope I'm going the right way. That one felt intentional though. Oh no, it's, it's definitely it's, intentional. It's definitely that, I intentional. I love that. Like it is cool- but it, it but, I did get turned around and it was like pretty yeah. frustrating. And that exact experience I really had like probably ten different times. Yeah. Like both in the body of the mini and the all the preceding levels. There's a lot of parts that are just like a series of interconnected tunnels that are indistinguishable from each other. And it's almost always not lit at all. So it's just so yeah. frustrating. Truly in another way, yeah, this game is like very dark. Yeah, like Dark Souls like. <laughs> I would say this game is darker far darker than Dark Souls even. Like there are there are like parts of Dark Souls that like you're like in the underground or whatever and it's like it can be dark and like kind of like that's like part of it is like it's kinda of hard to see mm-hmm. certain things, but it's like there's I like literally turned up the brightness at a certain point because I was like I literally don't know what is happening. Like in, in System Shock? In System Shock, yeah. I was like Yeah, me like, too. Yeah, the whole time actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I again I waited until the end, but I was like, yeah, I I wish I would have done this earlier. <laughs> no, I had my computer's brightness on full the entire time I played it. <laughs> it was ridiculous because yeah. there's just levels where you cannot see anything, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel deliberate and like artful. <laughs> it felt like yeah. Jesus, turn on a light, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lost. So then, at the end of this, you get in this like truly like. Almost like the most like traditionally like video game thing about the whole game is like this boss fight. Yeah. Oh, where boss fight. I went into it with, well, first of all, like you, there's like a bunch of like the big like grumbler like tank guys infinitely spawning. Are there? Are there oh just, yeah, they, they just, keep, just coming? keep coming. Okay, yeah. I don't know because I didn't. Cyborg I didn't mid-lives. kill any of them. I was like, there's no point. Uh, but then yeah, there's also the like the jellyfish guys mm-hmm. that like shoot uh, endlessly respawn when you kill them too. <laughs> Up until so the point you for those take, take out I, the brains. I yeah, you have to kill all of the. There's like six brains yeah. they have to kill for those to stop respawning. Oh god! I, and I I killed those brains, and I was like, why didn't that do anything to the main yes, thing? Yes, me. This was my experience too. Oh yeah. god, yeah. 
And then yeah. I realized it was those stupid stars. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is so easy. Okay, so, but for me, <laughs> I had almost no ammo at this point. Ooh. Because I had a lot of, like, ammo for my energy gun, but it didn't do anything to any of the enemies. And so Shit, all yeah. I had, I had, I think, three pistol shots and, like, four grenades. <laughs> and so I... I probably did like 15 like times of like after I figured out because there's no there's no indication that what you're supposed to do is shoot the stars. Yeah, except once you start shooting the the brain itself, the stars light up. But right. it's pretty but, clear right but, from the beginning that you need to do something to kill the brain. So I didn't even try yes. shooting it because yeah, yeah. But like uh, those stars, easy to hit with the pistol, very hard to hit with the grenade launcher. So mm. I, I would usually get like the first two with the pistol and then be like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Miss, miss, miss. And then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> or I'd like die trying to do that. Because <laughs> yeah. I would get killed in like one hit basically. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it was, that's so funny. Because I, I was using regular weapons and grenade launchers the whole time and uh-huh. – Man, I don't. Maybe it's because it's probably because I was playing on easy, so I was finding more loot. By the right. end, I had like, well, I kind of ran out of grenades surprisingly at the very end, but like, I had plenty of ammo. Yeah, I, I, I truly didn't know. I was like, I don't know what, like, I'm supposed to do if, like, I would just have to reload because like, I had been everywhere. Like, there's no ammo anywhere. Yeah, and like, and you know, I had actually read online. At one point, I found the the saber, and I looked up like, should I invest in energy? And everyone was saying not to, partially because yeah. at the end of the game, energy weapons stop working, which is kind of. I think that's kind of just a bad design choice. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like you you got to pretty much. It's like at a certain point, you're you have to decide if you want to invest in energy. And if you become an energy gun person, it's like, okay, good luck with the last level where <laughs> all of your weapons don't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it's like, that's an extreme decision. Yeah. I mean, I only had the one energy weapon. Like I had that, but all, I just didn't have enough ammo. Like I just, yeah. Cause like I stopped being able to like use melee for most things because like the spiders were like poison oh. you. Jesus, those are probably the worst enemies for that reason. Yeah. Just the amount of toxic hypos they, I went through. Yeah. And they take, it's not like, I they feel take, like you would you would think that like, okay, like they're like really easy to kill. Like you just like hit them once or shoot them once. It's like, no, you have to just keep hitting them. <laughs> it's ridiculous. At a certain point in the body of the many, I started shooting the rumblers and uh-huh. I noticed that the rumblers took about the same amount of shots to kill as the spider. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. They're like no. they're essentially the same level. Of yeah, it's, those two it's, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> and then doing it with the with melee is honestly harder with the spiders because they poison uh-huh. you. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I don't like spiders in real life or in this game. So no. in that sense, they made it really realistic. <laughs> that was an immersive aspect. Was how uh-huh. fucking annoying spiders are. Uh-huh. They they immersively simulated those giant spiders. They toxicate you. Uh, but so after you kill after you kill that thing, you jump down its throat or something. I don't know. It's artery. Yeah. And Go down you're a somehow, water slide. Yeah. You're somehow back in 
the Rickenbacker. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like where you last were. <laughs> and, and then the best yeah. part of the whole game starts. Literally, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's so funny because that's going to be lost on the vast majority of people who play that game. Yeah, I, like, I really think most people don't understand because, like, most people haven't played System Shock 1. And for a long time, it literally wasn't even available until exactly, that one yeah. company, like, remastered it. Yeah. So the amount of people... And it's... Which is so funny because when you know the first game... Yeah. It's so, It's, like, like transcendent. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they brought back, brought back cyberspace, of all things, like... Well, and the fact... Uh, so, like, what happens is, like, obviously, Shodan's like, ha-ha, like... Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm, I'm evil, actually. I mean, you knew this, but... <laughs> Also, you learn, of course, that, like, Shodan, like, is the one that, like, like, cybernetically enhanced you. Yeah. And, like, and, like set you up, like, on this whole course to begin with. There's uh, also these really, in, in the uh, logs, it's really cool. You hear people saying, like, man, I don't know why Janice is being so mean all of a sudden. And she <laughs> wants me to take this uh, random soldier and erase his memory and put a bunch of illegal cybernetic modules in his head. That's so weird. Like, <laughs> why does she want me to do that? And That's then so random. So random. Um, yeah, Polito wasn't random. Yeah. But Delacroix sure. knows, I guess, the... What I understood was that Shodan at some point revealed herself to Delacroix. Yeah, yeah, and she tried to get Delacroix was the first version of us, like her first, right, um, right, right, her first helper, her first insect. And so you find a audio log from Delacroix being like, "I, I don't, I don't even know. Like I left you like a way in or something to Shodan. Like I, like I, like found a vulnerability yeah, yeah. or something." Yeah, if if you're reading this, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> or if you're hearing this, you're dead. Or <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and she's like, it, honestly, God, the first one of those little logs, because mm-hmm. these logs are inserted like into the mind of Shodan, and yeah. they're floating with sparkles. Yeah. And it just like seeing the cyberspace and then the first level and then that i was just like oh my god what is happening <laughs> because it's all what, like yeah. so weird because what's happening is shodan is using the the faster than light drive to like recreate reality somehow yeah question mark question mark In, into her reality yeah, yeah. question mark question and mark. so like that's why like everything is living in her memories <laughs> Yeah. So you like walk into this like space and it like it like morphs slowly into like you're like in the like basically like the first level of like System Shock 1. And it's using like the sprites from System Shock 1, which is so cool. <laughs> and it's like it didn't even I didn't even realize it, but I yeah. think the first level from System Shock 1 is like Mario one one level iconic yeah. to me. Like it's yeah. so immediately recognizable, even though it's just like a very basic layout of uh-huh. like a system shock ship. But it's uh-huh. like I saw it and I was like, no. What's like, that that like specific like shade of blue? <laughs> and like the like little like uh like iconography and stuff on the walls and stuff mm-hmm. is like just very I feel like very iconic. Oh yeah. 
It is. It's. It was kind of a shame though that I, I was surprised they didn't put in the four five one code, which is now one of the most met, like uh, talked mm. about parts of the game. In because you see that door, but they just don't have the code. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they would have done that, but it could have been interesting. Um, yeah, and then and then comes uh, probably the easiest <laughs> fight in the whole game. Truly, it's like truly bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like kind of welcome. But yeah, I really, it's like I didn't need another one of those. Yeah, yeah like I didn't need things. another boss fight at all, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you, you fight Shodan. I think it's especially, I think it's easy, it was easy especially for us because we both went the hacker route. Oh, I think if yeah. you hadn't. If you weren't a hacker, yeah, I mean, how could you even play the game if you don't have any hacking skills? Yeah. I mean, you must, you've got to have some. <laughs> yeah. But like. That, like, you can hack into these terminals that, like, lower her defenses or something. Mm-hmm. And you do that, and then, like, every shot just, like, takes off, like, a quarter of her health, basically, I yeah. feel like. And so. it, it, it also just kind of felt like a repeat of the body of the many where you're, like, yeah, you're just shooting a turn. Yeah. Like, a tur- you're destroying something else to bring in the defenses of a stationary big, yeah. like, cylinder, and then you mm-hmm. kill the cylinder in three hits. It's. Yeah, they're like they clearly so, didn't have like another idea. <laughs> yeah, which you know, it's so cinematic. I really don't care. Yeah, no, it's it's fine, and like oh the fact that God. it's easy is like it's like okay, this is fine. Yeah, but yeah, then and we then damn, comes we, <laughs> we have to just play. I feel like the audio from this cutscene for like we have to play the clip for them because you really have to like. I mean, the visuals you really have to see it to believe it, but like the audio is pretty amazing too. <laughs> Here, here is the final cutscene from System Shock 2. <laughs> I don't understand. How could you have done this? You weren't meant to be Suarez, 13 July 14. We've just received a hail from a crew member on board the Van Braun. They've managed to regain control of the ship. We're going to turn around and head back. 
I'm a little concerned about Rebecca. She's been acting strangely since we've come on board. She's asleep now. Maybe when we get back to the Von Braun, we can... Tommy. What's the matter, lover? Don't you like my new look? <laughs> Wasn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I... So that's that's the that's the end of this game. After that, it cuts. Okay, but it, but, it just takes but, you to the menu again. <laughs> no, but describe what like because it's like this is like one of the only or maybe the only like where it like becomes like a cinematic. Yeah. And like describe the, the very describe the very what end. happens at the cam like with the camera <laughs> in well, relation to the audio that we just heard. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I think the the first notable thing is that it it cuts to your character and it feel to me. I thought it was the mm -hmm. first time you see him. I had forgotten that you see him in the very intro, but now he oh, has I two eye patch things, uh -huh. and his face is so weird, <laughs> and he like his head is kind of tilted and pointy. And she says, well, yeah. will you join me? Will you be, yeah, you know. And yeah. <laughs> nah. No, no, you say it, you say it. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and then he freaking owns her so hard. Well, also, I she just, I love it that it's like. The most weird distorted face. <laughs> it's, it's truly like, like it makes me think of like Crazy Frog or something. <laughs> it's very weird to me that it's like. As weird as Shodan looks, it's like, okay, it's like, at least it's like a, it's like a rudimentary, like, 3D, like, face. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts back to you. It's just like a square for a head and you're just no expression, like, and it's like dramatically, like, camera moving in on you. And then the, the fact that it's like, nah, it's like, it's like. All of a sudden, it turns into like an '80s action movie. What I actually the, the the thing it made me think of was the moment in Evil Dead where he like uh, cuts off the shotgun and goes, "Yeah," and he's like, "What does he say?" He says something really funny. He says like, "He's yeah." He like uh, puts the shotgun on his arm, or whatever, and he's like, "Groovy." Yeah, it's just like just yeah. a completely out of place little like <laughs> slogan. Yeah, no, but the problem is, is like that was clearly like in place on evil dead yeah. but like it's like what if like, that happened at the end of the exorcist <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like this the really last scene of the exorcist was <laughs> groovy <laughs> and like the fact that it like goes into like slow motion and then it's that really insane and they literally do like a basically like a dolly zoom and everything <laughs> like on him and then it's like that insane like <laughs> uh like face that shodan makes that, that to me that that face yeah. is as weird as his like oh no it's it, i think it's far weirder because it's like, like a snapchat filter is what it is it's like a weird like modulation of her face yeah well because like you can just like his face you can be like okay that's like the technology of the time like that's like what a <laughs> that's like what yeah. like a like a character model basically look like hers it's like no like they like specifically did that like they were like <laughs> that wasn't like this is what stuff looked like at the time like that's they made a decision <laughs> to be like <laughs> we want her to like 
her face to like 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 stretch weird all over the place and like all these weird effects to like flash on the screen yeah you really like i i cannot if you're not gonna play this game i cannot recommend enough (laughs) like you will not get the full effect of like (laughs) playing through this game and being like having like one conception of like showdown and and like everything in your mind and then seeing that but it's still worth seeing it's just i oh. and then and then they do it again uh-huh. essentially yeah like it, it, it truly feels like like one person like made most of the game <laughs> and then the last like one percent they were like oh like we'll just have someone else like write that and like make it <laughs> We're going to make the finale of this game the final ending to the most stressful experience you've ever had. <laughs> it's going to be a cutscene, and just we'll just have Jeff do it. Yeah, and it's just going to be like, like undermining everything that has gone before. Essentially, like it's like it's like becoming like like System Shock becomes like a slapstick, <laughs> like comedy essentially. Because after that, I earlier in the game. Well, at, throughout the game, you've been finding these audio logs of these like of this couple who are like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, Suarez I, like, and Rebecca. Yeah, like, oh, like I, we need to leave, but like I, I, I won't leave without you, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then yeah, remi- point, that reminded me of the uh, the the couple or couples in uh, Outer Wilds who were writing to each other. Mm, yeah, just like I feel like far less significant <laughs> in this. So when you come up to that window and you see the couple running and then a rumbler chases after them, right. is that not De La Croix? I don't remember, but I, I know like was, I know the people that's in the why pod I, isn't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that that must be Suarez and Rebecca running cuz they think, run to yeah. the pod. You follow yeah. them and then you get to the pod and you see them take off. That's why I thought it was De La Croix. Yeah. Yeah, you see you see the yeah. pod leave, which is pretty which is like a cool moment cuz you're like at least for me, at that point, I didn't. I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, <laughs> I don't know who is on that, or like, was yeah. I supposed to be on that? Like, I don't know. Uh, but it, so it cuts to them, and they're like, and the guy's like on the pod, and he's like, uh, oh, like they cleared up the alien infestation. I guess we can go back to the Von Braun, <laughs> which is also really funny that he would just like believe that (laughs) just like oh let's go back yeah sure yeah like knowing well i guess i don't know if he knows that like shodan is there but like still it's like why why go back (laughs) yeah like what 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 source do you have that's so trustworthy you'd bet your life on it that the ship is actually alien free now and it's fine yeah (laughs) um although i i did just realize that you know they're in that pod knowing they're going to die in like a week. So I guess it's kind of like, I guess wait, what else are you going to do? You're just going to wait there and die. You can't get, you can't travel three, like 37 billion miles or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. So that's the only rational. But then makes sense. it's still ridiculous. But then a twist. <laughs> you don't like my new look. And it's, uh, it's the last line of system. shot. <laughs> It, yeah, it's uh, Medusa from uh, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> exactly. just, you just see a silhouette of all this hair, like yeah, and it's like what? <laughs> and it is funny because, like, 
I that I mean I obviously immediately realized that was Shodan, but like oh yeah, I mean yes, it, and like because like her really, voice is yeah, but, but it's, it's like, like the hair is very weird. Like, yeah, but it's like there was no like you feel like they could have like foreshadowed that or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and it's like how like can Shodan like like implant herself in people now like I, <laughs> that's a really good point that it doesn't there's no explanation if yeah. anything it would have to be in you because you're cybernetic but yeah like did, mm-hmm. how did she put herself in a person yeah like i guess like the only thing i could think of is like she did a similar thing to her that she did to you but like made it so that she could yeah go in there i don't know yeah that'd be cool if they said that though yeah I mean, obviously, it's supposed to be like a little teaser, like, oh man, like, get ready, yeah, twenty-five years from now, <laughs> System Shock Three. <laughs> but yeah, like they, that to me is that ending is also like as silly to me, oh, not as silly, but like it's also very silly. Yeah, like, I would say it's sillier because. <laughs> The nah feels like something about that feels so ridiculous it fits, but then the ending is just kind of like I, I disagree, but <laughs> but uh, I do like it is it's also just like so unnecessary. Yeah. It's like you guys didn't like like you could come up with later like another way for Shodan to come back. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, as I'm saying it though, I would I would have, there, there's not, I can't think of a single thing that could have possibly happened that would have made me like the ending more than I like it now. <laughs> so I don't honestly know that I'd want it changed in any, in any way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I do like, it did, <laughs> I will say like the ending, I feel like basically made me feel more emotions than like the whole rest of the game. <laughs> So I'll, I would definitely give it that. Like uh, I basically like stood out of my chair when like the <laughs> when, like the final cut scene played. <laughs> Just like lost my mind. <laughs> but um, <sighs> I wonder if they like had a plan at all. But clearly, like, so what happened is like the game did not sell super well. Oh wait, wait. Do you want to um? Do you want to do another episode? <laughs> I mean, sure. Because we're I guess. we're already over, and it's like there's, I have we. I mean, there's there's yeah. stuff to talk about still, especially the story of the game, <laughs> <laughs> and the story of the game. Literally both. <laughs> we literally didn't do what we said. <laughs> the the story of the game is covered, but the story of the game has to happen next yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, uh, catch us on. On Fortnite uh, streaming, we'll, we'll, we'll continue <laughs> we're streaming to cover. On, we're streaming this podcast on Fortnite now. <laughs> Break out your Telella views. Turn on Fortnite. They like they were like okay, like Fortnite like cross Star Wars, and then they like Fortnite cross like Dragon Ball Z, and now finally what everyone's been waiting for, <laughs> Fortnite cross Gog. <laughs> it's finally coming. <laughs> As a promotion, they're going to make Shodan a playable character along with um, us. <laughs> yeah, you can play as Devin, Tim, and Shodan. <laughs> famously, like everything that we talk about on the show becomes our property, our like intellectual property. Yeah, so we own Miyamoto, but you can only play like Shodan 
like where her face is all fucked up <laughs> and cartoony looking. When, <laughs> oh, okay, Devin, to finish out the episode, what yeah. is, uh, let's describe Shodan's smash um, like moves. If, okay. if, if Shonen's a Smash character, I think her final Smash is that she makes that frown and <laughs> owns everyone on screen or something. I think, I think, yeah, like, I think she calls everyone, like, a little bug, and then she does <laughs> that. <laughs> and, like, the screen flashes. Oh, well, that's obviously what happens every time she loses. If you lose a showdown, she makes that face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's her, like, defeated face. I think, <laughs> honestly... So one of her, I think, like one of her main attacks is calling people little bugs, yeah, little insects, in, in, insignificant insects. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you're, you're a, you're a standout among the insects of your species, and it just <laughs> gives you ten damage. <laughs> yeah. Um, one is uh, she puts a security camera down. That'll. Oh, that'll, that's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> that'll beep at you. <laughs> <laughs> and make enemies like infinitely spawn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Her down B is that she drops a security camera, and if it points at someone for long enough without mm. them destroying it, then it yeah. starts spawning enemies, and you can't stop them for like yeah. 10, 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually uh, that's good. That's good. I don't um, know what her. I guess like her up B could be like. Or, or maybe like her normal B could be like, uh, like making, like throwing out like a, one of the many like a mutant, like that she made. Yeah. Yeah. Like a zombie or like one of the little like, uh, like worm guys or something. What? Yeah. What is she even physically though? <laughs> yeah, that's a very good. I think good this is cue. actually this is a really hard one. Because yeah. it's like, I don't even know what I'm picturing. Is it just her floating head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like... Maybe it's like a... <laughs> There's just a stationary <laughs> like computer terminal <laughs> that like you... The other characters attack and the attacking equals like hacking it. And then if you do enough damage to that, then like her, then like her floating face comes out and like it moves around. And like, if you don't, if you don't like kill the floating face in enough time, then another computer terminal appears. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And, and maybe you can, maybe you're controlling like the cyborgs and hybrids that she sends out. Yeah. Yeah. And so like that's, you're, you're defending your little station. Yeah. Uh huh. So to be a Smash character, it has to kind of break <laughs> the rules of Smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's... Hey, man, that's... That's Shodan. She's, she's been in the rules of reality around her. That's true. That's true. Oh, that, I'd rather, I'd, and that'd I'd be a really cool stage, too. Oh, that would be. Actually, this... This wouldn't make sense because you no character only exists in one stage. But if if you were if the stage is a big system shock stage and you're mm. on the screens and you're moving around the screens, that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm picturing but, like it's like the end of System Shock Two, where it's like you're in Shodan's reality or whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. like the backgrounds could be like cycling through like the like System Shock One like backgrounds and then like the cyberspace. 
and then like the yeah and like, oh, that'd be and like so system shock cool. two backgrounds It'd be really cool also her her a or her b is that she just shoots out some cyberspace things <laughs> like in the finale yeah 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 <laughs> so uh since um sakurai retired from smash i guess i guess we're obligated to make it a make join the smash team and make this happen yeah we have to get jobs sakurai would out. sakurai would want it i'm sure that's what he would he would have wanted if yeah. he were still with us yeah <laughs> wait is he retired from smash uh-huh yeah like he he um said he's like not gonna work on smash anymore really oh i didn't know that yeah huh that'll make the sakurai like, season very was, interesting like whatever the last dlc character was that came out like is when he's when he said that mm. Um, wow. We'll be back next time. <laughs> Thanks, Fortnite, <laughs> with more <laughs> System Shock. <laughs> bye bye.